There we go. We're live. Uh, I am sitting in for Jim tonight. My name is Adam. You guys, some, some of you guys might know me from like three months ago when I <laughs> guest started the podcast. Now I guess I'm going to come on. I'm going to use air quotes full time because this podcast well, doesn't yeah. really go full time. <laughs> we try once a quarter, it seems right now is what we're doing. So, you know, I think it was three months ago was the last time we did a show. So it's uh, hard to imagine, it, you know, but when things happen and so family happens um, we, we have other things that we have to do. And so the consistency isn't there, but the heart is there. We still enjoy talking to one another. So that's the important thing. Especially the emails. When I send dice trolley emails first thing in the morning, those are my favorite. I was hoping <laughs> yeah. you guys looked it on your phone and only saw like the preview. I, well, I get a text on my computer. So I get this, or it, it shows up in the corner of my computer and it <laughs> says, uh, sorry guys, I won't be able to, what, what did you say? I won't be able to stop do the show. About, I won't be able to stop thinking about you, how awesome you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's all I said. Sorry guys. I won't be able to. And I saw it up in the corner of my screen and I was working on something else like, ah, oh, not again. <laughs> um, and then I looked at the actual email. Stop thinking about you. Ha ha. So Adam trolled us uh, first thing in the morning. Yeah, that's what we got to do, right? I'm saying yeah. well, my first thing in the morning. Jim's probably yeah. been working for a few hours, but yeah, it's dad humor. I have a lot of that. You're, my kids hate it. Yeah, since you're a dad now, we all have dad humor. So thanks, Adam. You're welcome. I, I have to practice it. on somebody. The kids don't appreciate it, but everyone exactly. does. <laughs> oh, I, I once I realized what you're doing, I thought, ah, well played. Okay, I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. That was drinking my coffee. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna send this. But so you guys know, yeah. you guys, you guys remember Todd? Todd's actually mm-hmm. like full time host of this, this show. Yeah, uh, for like uh, years and years and years, and you can't get rid of me. I just keep showing up like a bad like word. I know. I, you you try to you you try to burn me off, and here I am. <laughs> Todd, Todd, turn, turn your, your microphone, microphone, not your not actual your microphone, actual but your speakers speak. down just a hair because it is oh, okay. rever- it is reverbing a bit. But if that okay, that's fine. sure. Um, but yeah, so Todd's here. Normally Jim hosts the show, but like I said, I'm stepping in. We're only doing like, a, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 minute show tonight just because we want Jim to be here and talk about things because we haven't been here for three months, but we're already, I, the way I look at it, we're already set up. Todd's here. I'm here. It's kind of like, let's talk about a couple of video games. Besides, I kind of want to rant about the division a little bit. Again, I wish Jim was here because he played it. I think you played it too, right, Todd? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have finished... I'm to the point now where I am. Um, what, what happened after you get past level thirty? They start to show you world a, a whole other. Yes, I'm. At, I'm at world tier one. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, I guess we'll just jump right in, right? We're gonna talk about video games. So yeah, uh, I last time we were here, I said I want to play the division because I think Wrecker would really like playing with me. But I was like, it's gonna cost too much money. Yada yada, mm-hmm. you know, typical thing, uh, dude. But so then he ends up buying a new processor. And if for those of you that didn't buy a processor between like January and today, you could get the division two for free for buying an AMD product. Okay, I didn't know that. Right now, my I bought a graphics card for my wife. I bought her uh, AMD Radeon five eighty, and it came with Devil May Cry four and Division two for free. Um, I think I got okay. to pick. I got to pick three games. One of them was a Tom, another Tom Clancy game, but you know I'm not going to pick that, of course. Uh, so yeah, so she's got the Division Two. She hasn't played with me yet, but so yeah, he gets it. They're like, all right, well, screw it. I want to play this anyway. Let's go buy it. And before I keep going, I'm going to try to keep this as family friendly as possible because I know you guys are. <laughs> uh, that kind of hey, you do what you got to do, Adam. I know. I know what happens to you sometimes. You have like a, a yeah, and yeah, you have a beer, and so who knows what could happen tonight. It's not as bad as back when I was like 22, okay? Like, True. 
I have to stay. My drinking doesn't get to start till seven o'clock. I yeah, have kids. exactly. <laughs> Except for on the weekends. And then, you know, as soon as the grill's turned on 9, 10 a.m., it's, it's drinking. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me take a drink. So we buy it. We play through it. Uh, I'm world tier five, which is the top tier world tier. Uh, level 30, gear score 500, right? If okay. I pull up you play, I think I have only uh, only 115 hours into the game. Uh <laughs> Yeah, we we so Wrecker and I hit the game really hard and really fast when it came out. I mean, yeah. we powered to 30 in like a week and a half uh, when we blew through all the world tiers because we kind of figured out that you don't really want to stick at one world tier. You just kind of want to get to the end because the only thing that changes mm-hmm. is really the difficulty. And mm-hmm. it's pretty easy just to kind of power through it and get to the end. So we just powered through, made it to World Tier 5, and now we're there. And it's, you know, it's great. We loved every piece of it. You know, you're collecting gear. You're learning the different specializations. You're playing with each other. The, the social aspect of the game is very fun. And there's a ton of stuff to do, like you know, Todd. I mean, there's oh yeah an endless amount of stuff to do. You can get lost for hours. Well, our time started to slowly dwindle and it part of it was because wrecker's got a new baby i think his baby's like six months old or so so you know they're getting they get yeah, they get a little harder as they get older mm-hmm. um and so he's been able to play less and less but like this last week i probably played two hours in total the, the entire week and that's not normal for me to play a game for you know i get to sit down at seven o'clock and play for a couple hours before the kids go to bed most nights mm-hmm. but really what it is is I really am enjoying this game. I think if you're looking for something that you want to blow $60 on, The Division is a phenomenal game as a single-player person to jump in because you can jump right in. The story is kind of is really non-existent, but the shooting and looting and playing with different specs and specializations is a lot of fun, and there's a lot of different combinations you can do. But when you get to that World Tier 5 endgame, you're grinding the same stuff like every MMO that you would be. And the problem that I'm having is that if... It's a it's a looter shooter, and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be collecting loot to make awesome end game sets to min max my gear, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. end game goal of any looter shooter RPG. Yeah, it's impossible, and <laughs> it's not. And it's because uh, uh, massive, massive developer, massive has mm-hmm. made it impossible to min max perfectly because the this is the really big nerd in me coming out. They take a piece of gear, and every gear is allotted a certain number of. Um, we'll say zero to 100 right and every slot takes up so much of that zero to 100 score so you can get a piece of gear that has um, for just easy things 50 50 armor gear score 500 50 armor uh, a yellow a blue and a red a special stat and then another special stat right well sometimes it's just a yellow and a blue and a special stat but then you get a ton of armor and then sometimes it's just a ton of special stat and nothing else, right? Like, it's it, there's too many variables on a piece of static gear because of the way that they've statted it out with their mm-hmm. uh, number rolls that it's almost impossible to min-max. Like, if I find a Douglas and Harding mask is one of those sets, Douglas and Harding, mm-hmm. um, I need one that specifically has a blue on it. Okay, well, now there's three different types of blues I can get. I can get health, I can get armor, I can get percent armor. I can Actually, I think there's more than that. So now, you know, my rolls have gotten a lot larger and larger. Well, of course, now I can get reds on it or yellows on it. And now I need it to have that, that 6.5% armor addition, and I need it to have a special stat on it, too. And, and so, like, your, your pool of gear just exponentially grows. And my problem here is I don't mind grinding. I played Diablo 3 for... 200 300 hours whatever before division but you got to make it easier for me to get gear Mm -hmm. Um, and i know you can't really sympathize with that because you haven't made it there but i I think the empathy from playing this type of games is is there yeah but you know 
I may never make it there at tier five. And so what I enjoy about this game and what surprises me about this game is that we're in June and what this came out in March. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still playing it. Yeah. And that for me, Adam, that's rare. I, you know, I, I usually jump from, I mean, the, the name short attention gamer came from the fact that I jump all the time from game to game to game. And it's rare for me to play a game as long as I've played this one. Really? And I, I was worried because I don't have a lot of friends. I'm playing on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of friends playing on the Xbox. Um, and so I thought, well, I'm never going to be able to do any of the co-op stuff. But that worry was was unfounded. And the reason I say that is because the um, matchmaking system is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the way that it sets up – and so – essentially what happens is you go to an area where there is a mission or you go to an area where you're going to have a, a large world event take place and you hit up on the, um, the cross, the, the crossbar. And I have waited maybe two minutes at the longest mm-hmm. for a group to, to set up so that I can go in and the matchmaking has been great every single time. It's been smooth. The the people I've played with have pulled their weight. So that part's been fun. Um, I felt like I was being challenged, but I didn't feel like I was being overwhelmed um, with, and I, we, you know, rarely, I think one time we may have wiped as a group and that's just because we only had three instead of four. And one of the three was way underpowered for what they were trying to do. Um, but I've enjoyed those missions. I've enjoyed the, the loot collect. There's loot everywhere, everywhere, everywhere you turn much loot that there's something I'm my problem when I talk about these games is that like, I love them, but I'm always going to talk about the negative aspect of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really what I I play on the PC, so maybe it's a PC thing. I they they have taken basically what you do on the console and just ported it to the PC. Mm-hmm. So the inventory yeah. management is garbage. I and, I can see that. Yeah, so I can see why it's easy on a. It's not easy, but I can you know it's easier on a controller or something. It's built for a controller. Thank I, you. You're absolutely right. It's that that loot system and the way that you collect things and the way that you um save things or trash things it's all built for a controller and when with the controller it's great yeah and with the pc it's not so bad it's just i got so used to something like diablo where i can click and drag items really quickly and hover over them and look at them and if they could fix it to the pc so that i could hover things like diablo or just drag and drop things around like i wouldn't i wouldn't bitch at the fact that i have you know i have a hundred pieces i can carry in my inventory and like Mm -hmm. 30 of those anytime we're just I have things saved, right? Marked yeah. as favorite. I love the favorite option, mm-hmm. but I find it hard to, I just find it hard because it's a loot management game that the menu on the PC doesn't work very well. Yeah. It's just, it's, I, it's difficult to manage your loot. I love the trash option oh, it's because so it's basically on a controller. It's basically a left trigger. <laughs> and so then when I go to sell everything, it's just pressing down on the right thumbstick and it gives you it. I mean, it's not immediate, which is great in case I make a mistake, mm-hmm. but you see the uh, reticles start to move around like a clock um, filling up the, the circle. And then you're able to sell everything that you have trashed at that point. It works great. I've made one mistake and I think I've played probably maybe 45, 50 hours. So okay. not half your time. Still a good amount of time to put in. Um, yeah, yeah. For me, that's huge. I mean, I the only other game I've played like that, other than 
Red Dead was uh, Witcher 3. And so I, I just don't play games like that that well, often. Well, considering that like the metric for a $60 game, which this was, plus if you, if you buy the DLC, it's a $100 game. We'll just say yeah. $100 because most people are going to buy the DLC. Is, is what, eight hours for a 60-hour game? Like it's yeah. a minimum? So if you're getting anything over eight hours, a $60 game, based on the metri- random metric people came up with, it's a phenomenal value mm-hmm. for your money. And you're not even at World Tier 5 because – No, you're right. It, it, all, all it does is get harder, right? It's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. They have what's And they have the invasions. Like you said, there's always yeah. something to do. Every week, the, your map is invaded by Black Tusk, so you have to go redo those missions. And then they're different. Like the American History Museum, when it's invaded, the True Sons have it one time. And then when mm-hmm. they're invaded, Black Tusk now have it. It's a completely different mission when Black Tusk have it than when you did it with the True Sons, which is replayability. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, you have daily missions, you have weekly challenges, you have apparel events, there's a raid that's out now, there's tons of world stuff to do between control points and, you know, hostage saves and elite packs and everything. And yeah. then, of course, there's the Dark Zone. Yeah, and I've done a little bit of the Dark Zone. I probably will never get to do the raid, only because I I mean, I've heard of how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have the time to invest into it. And it's just, but that's the same as it was with Destiny and Destiny 2. I mean, I never got to see much of the raid content there either. So, you know, that's that's Does part really of the way matter? I play the game. Yeah, it's part of the way I play the game. I still enjoy the game. I still enjoy what I've gotten to do in the game. I may not get to see all the parts of the game, but that's fine. You know, I... So Adam, I didn't get to see all the parts of the mall when I was in eighth grade, but I saw the parts <laughs> I enjoyed. The food court with all the women? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, or, or outside Claire's where they, they tended to hoard too. Yeah. Outside Claire's and Spencer's. Spencer's, of course. Right. Yeah. Hot Topic didn't come along until later, right? No, I didn't even. That wasn't a thing. Yeah, that was more of my generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so can I tell a little story here? Yeah. Uh, about yeah. Because you mentioned the way you play the game. Um, mm-hmm. I have a coworker. He's probably roughly your age. You know, I think he's, he's somewhere in his fifties. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, I know he plays video game. He plays, he plays Guild Wars. I'm assuming Guild mm-hmm. Wars too. And, uh, he just talks about it where he likes to play it. Ba- uh, he always talks about how he plays it his way. He doesn't group. He doesn't use the best swords cause he likes to use these type of swords. He goes and plays the game solo. And sometimes he wipes and he puts extra time into it. He really likes reading the wiki articles and learning how to do this stuff. And I'm sitting here listening to this, you know, and normally, I guess the the twenty year old Adam would kick in and say, "You're playing the game incorrectly." But now that I've gotten older and played it, you know, played more games my way, kind of like how I'm playing the division, is that I kind of mm-hmm. realize that you know that there is a lot of value in that. You know, this guy gets on there; he doesn't have the best weapons. He's not min maxing his character like in every every other MMO ever, and he's really enjoying the game. And he talks to me about it like I know what he's talking about. And I just sit there and just kind of smile and oh yeah, ask the questions and let him let him talk because it doesn't sound like he has anyone else to talk to about Guild Wars. But mm-hmm. it's just, it, I, I find that interesting that, you know, there's, you know, a lot of us play games differently. Some of us, like me, like to kind of min-max. And some people like you like to play it just for the experience of the game. Yeah, and then I, you move on to something else. I, I look at the level of um, the armor that I have. I look at the, the numbers. And I know that the number needs to be, I, I know simply Adam, that the number needs to be high for me <laughs> to do well in certain areas, yeah. but I don't min max the numbers. I just try to get the number up. Right. Um, and that's all I worry about. And, and, and if it looks cool, I kind of like it if it looks cool too. Um, you know, and, it, but I, I'm not, I'm at a point now where cosmetic things, I don't care about that. Um, but it's fun to find different things and see that the armor is higher. 
You know, if I see right. that the number is green and it's plus 1000 or plus 500, I'm like, oh, I better put, I better use that. And more than likely I'm right. But sure. I've also learned from, um, from hard lessons that sometimes with weapons, I'm not right. Um, sometimes a weapon is better. Even if the number's a little lower, I have a, uh, a, a, a minigun right now, uh, uh, auto assault rifle and it's huge and the number is about 10 lower than any other weapon i've gotten but i sure. stick, stick with it because it does well so tip for you do you use lmgs or do you use ars um lmgs okay. i like minigun i like those those light machine guns i yeah. they work really well in fact what is the the so once you get to tier one you're able to specialize in three different ways as a marksman um, but the way shooter, I demolitionist demolitionist is what I chose and light machine guns. There are lots of um, uh, different um, benefits to using those uh, LMGs right. with the uh, demolitionist more so than I think some of the others. Uh, there's so, a spec out there that uses sharpshooter because they want yeah. the increased accuracy. And uh, I've played around with it, but I use demolitionist too, because I like the just raw damage that it, it yeah, gives. That, it works better for me because I feel like I'm actually helping a group if I'm playing in a group on some right. of those new missions in tier one. So I bet you that I can get, I bet that I get to tier two, um, even though I'm going to probably start playing some other things. And and the people that are wondering, you know, they're kind of on the fence with this particular game. This game is going to discount huge uh, starting Friday. So there, oh, wow. when, yeah, when E3 starts, I was reading at least the place, the PS4 version, I think is going to discount. It's going to be a, a pretty significant discount on this game. Yeah. Go definitely buy so, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we just talked about it for like 15 minutes. I mean, you, you, you know, you got to take care of it. I forgot to record the podcast. I, I streamed it. So we've got a copy of it. I just didn't local to record it. That's oh. all right. We'll figure it out. But we're still talking. That's, you know, I get to talk <coughs> to you. Me. I haven't talked to you for three months. A lot could happen in there. We've had full season changes since the last time we've talked. So, I, and I went through a blizzard and that's true in, in spring, a spring blizzard, 11 inches of snow. And at the I end saw of the May, pictures. that was weird. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I was going to tell you something, if you're looking yeah. just real quick that, you know, you, I know you're not min maxing, but this will be helpful for you. Yes. Um, get a, so get a, or look for, I say get a, like I bitched about this earlier, just try to find a holster that has the filler up talent on it. What it does okay. is when you reload any weapon, it reloads all of your weapons. So what, oh, okay. What you, I like that. What you do, like there's two builds. One is you can run two LMGs and a sawed off shotgun. So you empty your two LMGs, empty your sawed off, and then ref, once you refill your sawed off, it fills up both LMGs. That's okay. Instantly. That's cool. Uh, and I, what do you call it? What's it called? Filler up. Filler up. Okay. I'll look for that. Mm -hmm. That's what I use. I use it with an AR for my main because uh, ARs have plus 15% elite damage. Um, and then I have, it has also 10% reload speed rolled on it plus a reload. You know, like I just put a ton of reload speed on it. So I empty my LMG, swip to my AR, shoot, fill it up, and swip back to my LMG. Or I'll also swap to my or I keep saying swap swap to my double barrel shotgun and use that if both are empty. You know you get weird predicaments okay. where you can't like refill right away, right? So you got to roll oh, yeah. somewhere or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah. Th definitely look for that because uh, you spoke about taking gear that was low level. I'm using a holster that's like 475, and the rest of my gear just about is 500. 
uh, mm-hmm. because it has the filler up talent on it. And I haven't found okay. it. I haven't found it again. All right. I'll look for that. That's cool. Yeah. And see, I haven't paid a lot of attention to, um, I paid attention to the numbers. I haven't paid as much attention to the information about the pieces. So I didn't either until I was world tier five. And then that's when I decided, yeah. well, I got nothing else to do. I don't need gear score 500 <laughs> anymore. Right. Um, so, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. That, that is helpful. Yeah. It's um, awesome. I, yeah. And you know, I'm going to keep playing that game. There is, um, at some point, some of that DLC is going to start coming out. It's already, uh, one's already come out. Well, the, the one that I'm thinking about, there's a, there is they're they're going to open up another part of the world um the or maybe they have i didn't think they had yet the there there is a part that is like a marshy area okay i saw i mean i i saw it on when i saw it i thought that doesn't look like washington dc that looks like florida um but it's supposed to be like the outskirts of washington dc somewhere oh. so they're opening up that that's one part and uh i don't i i bet that comes out sometime this summer so there are things that they're doing with this game just like they did with the last one right that will last well into the the next year i'm looking so. forward to it i think it's nice i started looking at uh today i was tweeting about uh, I've been watching what we do in the shadows on FX. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Uh, we love that show. So, and I just yeah. tweeted, I was like, when are we going to get an open world vampire game? Well, Focal and uh, everybody else started coming at me. They're like, Hey, vampire is basically what you're looking for. <laughs> and they're like, try it out. So I'm like, ah, all right, well, I need another game to play because Wrecker's not around all the time. So I think I'm going to try to pick that up mm-hmm. here. If it goes on sale for 20 bucks, that's a game pass game. So I, I, I may download that game because I I bought Game Pass last year. I, I wasn't going to do it, but I got a, a really good deal on it, and I have it basically through August. So okay. I'm probably I, I could download that one and check it out. My Xbox One is in a closet and has been since oh, 2016. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're just gonna have to buy the game. It's all right. Um, we, we use by we just ended up being like PlayStation people this this time yeah, around. I get that. And, 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 you know, that, yeah, that, that happened, looked some of the, um, surveys out there. IGN did their own survey about what people are looking most forward to. And the majority of people more than 50% are looking most forward to a new PlayStation more than they are a uh, new switch hardware or a new Xbox or, or the, the new Google stuff that's right. coming out. So I don't, um, and, you know. Well, hey, as of th- we, we last talked three months ago, I upgraded my TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember that conversation, okay. too. Uh, what did you, what did you get? A sixty-five inch LG four K HDR TV, nice. smart TV. It, we were at Walmart and it was on sale for like I think it was like six hundred bucks. Ooh, that's a good deal. And yeah. so you have your PS four hooked up to that, yeah. or yep, yep. yeah. And I haven't played it. I, I was I've been meaning to go back to play Spider Man again. But then Division mm-hmm. came out, of course, and just started playing that instead. Yeah. But it happened. So I'm going to get back to playing that because I was bitching before that, that that you know, I couldn't play Spider-Man because I couldn't see it very well. Yeah. And I can, this TV is phenomenal. Yeah. I would assume any 4K TV is at this point, right? Uh, but I'm looking forward to a new Sony PlayStation because I know I can go right now and go buy the 4K PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go drop the money when we're having E3 and stuff right around the corner. Oh, yeah. So no. I'm going to buy the next gen just for the 4K player that'll be in it. Yeah, absolutely. I use my Xbox One uh, X to play. Um, I, I play 4K. Like every once in a while, I will buy a 4K DVD or 4K um, disc. And um, 
I think I bought the the Spider-Man game, the um, uh, the, the, the animated movie. one. Oh, the movie. The, that, the, oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. the Spider-Man movie, the Into animated the one. I bought, I, yes, the Spider-Verse. I bought 4K because I we oh, both my wife and I loved it so much. Uh, my son loved it. We brought my wife's parents over. They watched it. They wow. loved it. Um, and in 4K, it just looked incredible. I could imagine. So we thought that, it looked incredible on regular, yeah. like HD. Yeah, and so that you know, that's one good advantage or one nice thing about having that Xbox One X. Um, but next generation, everybody's going to be able to use it for things like that. So, yeah. which is great. Which is all, yeah, that's and everybody's going to have 4K television. So, with how cheap they are now, like if you don't, oh, I know. You know, I said I want one, and then like I went to Walmart with six hundred bucks. You know, and and I realize not everybody has disposable income like that, but it's getting to the point where it, you know, tax season, pretty much everybody can walk around and spend five hundred dollars and have a four K TV at this point. Heck, I think you can go spend a, well, almost two hundred bucks and get like a thirty two or forty inch TV, yeah. right? Yes, that 4K television, the 65-inch you had, I mean, even <laughs> a year ago was double that price. Easy. When I bought, I have a 70-inch 4K HDR that I bought. It's two years old, and it was about $1,400. So wow. it was double the price two years ago. And I say, I mean, I, I really wanted that television because I knew there, there are certain televisions that um, work well for HDR with both a ps4 and an xbox mm-hmm. believe it or not one of them is vizio even though vizio i normally wouldn't recommend a vizio if you, there are three different levels of vizio televisions and if you buy the middle to high end tier vizio television they they do the best job to me of managing hdr that works for both consoles <laughs> and so that's why i ended up buying that particular television and i have had no trouble with it in the entire time i've had it this is a smart tv um, Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the funny thing is I rarely use the smart TV features oh, because really? <laughs> I'll turn on my Xbox and I'll watch uh, Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime through the Xbox. Yeah, we're the exact uh, opposite. We use that smart TV and really everything on it. It's just I don't know. I think find it easier to just pick the controller up and press. Home I, I think you're right. I, I've just gotten used to it. now. See, we're we're old, Adam. My wife likes to do her paperwork she's she does home health physical therapy Wait, and she just, likes she to write do her, checks she she doesn't she doesn't write checks she she checks your your need to make sure that it is in alignment and um and then she so has, then she the has to do paperwork people. yeah so then she does paperwork <laughs> at night for the for those those visits that she's done and so we spend a lot of time watching television together in the evening when she's doing her paperwork and so we still have direct TV. We have not cut a cord because mm. she would lose her mind if we if she wasn't able to watch some of the shows she wants to watch. So we're one of the last few humans out there that still have cable or satellite television. I know lots of people that do. I mean, we don't. We we don't. Yeah, have most people, most of my friends don't either, but we still do. So because of that, a lot of the shows we still watch, we watch on um, our television and we watch through direct TV. So. It- It'd be nice. I know my, I think my dad has direct TV cause he's given me the login info. No, he's got, yeah, I think he's got direct TV or, or AT&T or something. I was trying to think of what it was, but he's got something, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of package. And, uh, I was hoping he had like Comcast Xfinity, for example, 
because I know I can my mm-hmm. uh, a Roku can get Xfinity on it that I can actually watch live TV off my dad's account. And I say that because he uses oh, my, yeah. he uses my Netflix account. And you know, we don't have a tit for tat relationship right now <laughs> because he doesn't have <laughs> something I can use, but I have used it before to watch like the Super Bowl. For example, yes, uh, I can log in with his account on their website and pull up the Super Bowl and stream it to my TV. So you know that that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I you're right. There's only a few people, and most people I know that have a TV or any kind of cable package, just because it makes the internet lower, or it just makes more sense to have the yeah. package rolled together. Someday we may make that change, but right now for her, it works, and she's able to watch what she wants to watch. And and there there is a a value in being able to just turn on a television and start to watch a show rather than having to jump through the hoops of making sure that the internet connection is working correctly the way that it should making right. sure that you're not having Wi-Fi issues. And I like it because if we did have Wi-Fi issues, we still have something we can fall back on, which is satellite television. Right. When it rains, we don't have satellite television. We can fall back on internet. So, right. Yeah, we've got that's, that's the way the old people think, Adam. No, it's it, and that's fine. You know, some, there's some days I wish that too because, but it, the, here's how I, I I look at it is that uh, I would pay sixty dollars a month extra for some kind of cable TV package at the minimum sixty mm-hmm. bucks. You know, I think Direct TV something like hundred and twenty bucks or so, right? Yeah, sixty's uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. So I I would just assume sixty bucks. Well, I figure if I spend sixty dollars in a month on buying a t on TV shows that. You know, then I've gotten my entertainment value. Now I don't mm-hmm. spend sixty dollars a month. Uh, my Netflix, I'm gonna use air quotes, is free because I yeah. but I pay for it through my cell phone service because I have T-Mobile. So I, you can slice that whatever way you want. And if sure. you want to say I'm paying fifteen bucks a month, yes. We and then I know we pay for Hulu, and right now we're paying for HBO because we're watching Chernobyl and we just got done mm-hmm. watching Game of Thrones. Uh, so altogether, that's probably what forty five bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's still let me cheaper ask- than a cable package. And then we can still go buy individual episodes as the month goes on. And we never actually make it to that full $60. That's the way I so, look at it. So let me ask you this. We're moving into the age of subscription services for just about everything. What do you do next year when Disney plus is a thing and Apple TV plus is a thing? What do you, what, what have you thought? What's your thinking there? Uh, we, so we're going to end up getting rid of – so here's the thing. Like HBO, we're paying for it only because there's a few TV shows we want to watch. Uh, we finished Barry. We finished Game of Thrones. We're going to finish Chernobyl tonight. I'll cancel it then. I'm only going to subscribe to services for the duration of the TV show that I want to watch. And I know mm-hmm. they're expecting me to do that, right? Like HBO, mm-hmm. I know expected people to up for Game of Thrones, pay for two months of it, and then dip out or you know, or whatever, how they mm-hmm. want to do it. Uh, I'll do the same thing if there's something on there that I really need to watch. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm past the days of pirating anything. Yeah. I'm going to speak with my wallet. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am too. I, I, we got Hulu this past year with an insane deal. It was Mindy found it 99 cents a month. Wow. So I know it was right around package or for their their base package, their base package. It was, it was a black Friday deal. So basically for $12 we had, we've had Hulu for the year. That's a no brainer. Incredible. So Netflix, Hulu, I will probably Disney Plus to me seems like a no brainer just because they're I'm into the Marvel stuff. I'm into the Star Wars stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to want to see that. And there's some shows that I've seen, uh, you know, those base trailers for Apple TV that I'm I'm interested in. So this next year is going to be really interesting to see how people manage their uh, television consumption 
um, you know, the, we're we're still not not only are we now just in the golden age of television, I think we're still ramping up in the mm-hmm. golden age of television. So it's really interesting to see. You know, here's a good example. Uh, Catch 22 on Hulu. Have you watched that? I have it. It's amazing. It is okay. an excellent show. Um, I, I can't recommend it enough for just about anyone. I've read the book. It's not much like the book or the play, but it is um, done so well and uh, it's excellent. And so that is the kind of thing, though, that you see and you think, I, I can't believe that these actors are doing something of this caliber and interested in doing something of this caliber on a station and and not enough people are seeing the show you know but that happens with handmaid's tale it's another great one excellent show but i don't feel like enough people have seen that show my we wife, hear about it a lot don't get my wife started on that show because she'll start huh. going into political discussion about the current political landscape and handmaid's tale so it's kind of dangerous show to watch it is because when you watch it like I see some parallels and that makes me nervous. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, there are shows like that that are out there right now that um, you go back to Mad Men. I think that when you look at, when you look at the audience of cable and satellite viewers, maybe one to 2% of the people that were watching television were actually saw that show. Sure. But it's one of the best shows I've ever seen on TV in my life. So you think something like Sopranos on HBO back in the day was similar. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think that as many, I think that we hear a lot about Sopranos because tastemakers, people that were reviewers and people that write about television talk about the show. But by and large, people that like my, my parents, my friends, they never saw Sopranos. I never saw Sopranos. I saw, I I saw episodes of Sopranos, but I never saw seasons <laughs> of Sopranos. So and I th- feel like I missed out. I did, and I was too young at the time for it anyway. It doesn't sure. matter. But, like, you know, and I could go back and watch it, but I've never seen it. Uh, but I do think there is a problem with this whole – you're talking about people not seeing Handmaid's Tale. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows at AMC is Preacher. Preacher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like you've seen it or at least heard yeah. it. Yeah, I've watched I, – I, I don't enjoy it as much as some of the other AMC shows. I watched the first season. I didn't really watch much of the second okay. season. But uh, I, I respected it. I thought it was a good show. I watched the first season when it came out, immediately went and bought all the graphic novels and blew through them within like two mm-hmm. weeks. And then I was totally hyped for season two and three, which just came out. And I'm sitting there with my wife. I'm like, well, that's not like that in the book. In the book, it did this. Or, well, this is how this is. And she's just like, shut up. You know, yeah. like, stop. But I loved it and I digest it. But Preacher, you're probably the first person that I've said it to that actually knows what the show is. Oh, sure. and, I, and I take that because most people probably don't have AMC you know, as part mm-hmm. of the subscription package and don't know how, what to look for. There's people at work that still have not watched Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, and, and they are, were arguing today over whether or not it was good. One guy said it was too depressing. And I'm like, well, that, what's, that's what makes it good, you know? And we're there to have a conversation about it. I had a friend last year, less than a year ago, uh, like last fall, say to me, hey, have you seen that show Breaking Bad? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I saw all the episodes of Breaking Bad. And he goes, that's a great show. And I, so I think what happens is with being able to watch a show, um, basically binge a show, um, especially if it makes its way to Netflix or Amazon Prime or, or Hulu, uh, revives a show that you may not have otherwise or, or other mm-hmm. my friends may not have otherwise seen. Uh, you know, I texted a friend the other day and said, you've got to watch, if you don't have Hulu, 
tell me, I'll help you out. Because right. you've got to watch Catch-22. I'll go take it um, out because we're about to get to that lull of waiting. For my my wife and I both watched it and she she enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, it's, it is so well written, better than what I've ever read, the book or the play that I've, I've seen the play too. It's better than okay. both of those um, because it's able to go more in depth. I think it's six episodes. I think it's six or eight episodes, um, but it, you would like it. I'm going to check, check it out. Cause like I said, we're in that lull. Uh, you, you know who George Broussard is, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. And one day he tweeted about, I think it was called, I think the show was called black sunshine. If I remember correctly, I'm gonna yeah, I don't know that one. Black Summer, sorry, Black Summer. Oh uh, I, yeah, I was, I I was, think, I was thinking a so- I was thinking of a song, Black. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, if you see if you haven't seen that yet, which uh, you need to okay. go watch it. Ne- is that's on Netflix? Is it? Yes, there's eight yeah, episodes. I'm... It's it reminded me of Walking Dead. Like it's uh, yeah. I think it's a better Walking Dead. There's a lot of I think there's a lot of issues with it. If you go look up the ratings where it's like six and a half out of ten on IMDb or seventy five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, I think it deserves that score. Because there's some continuity okay. errors and stuff in there, but if you just watch it as a popcorn zombie flick, it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's in my queue. I I have it there. I'm trying to work my way. So I watched the first season of the OA, and I really enjoyed that. It's it's a little dense. It's mm-hmm. hard to follow it play at times, but I enjoyed it. And the second season has been um, interesting. So I'm working my way through that second season. But um, Black Summer, Black Summer, that's yeah, Black Summer is the next one that I was going to start watching. So yeah, like I said, I'll there's, start. there's, uh, I won't spoil. It doesn't spoil it for you because it doesn't really introduce you. It just kind of jumps in and says, "Hey, good luck." Right? And I think that's probably mm-hmm. part of the charm of it. So is that you have to kind of put the pieces together, but it it follows more than one character, and follows how those characters, uh, you know, go through the zombie apocalypse. And that's all I'll say, because if I give you any okay. more, uh, I think it takes away from the narrative of how the show is put together. Uh, but the, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like, it's better. I think it's better than walking dead in the sense that it's, it's more gritty. It's okay. less, it's less drama and more gritty. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, so, yeah. I'll give it that'll a be the next one. I'll watch that. Now. But of course, handmaid's tale starts Friday, I think. Oh, so shoot. does it really? I think my, my wife is going to be weekend. all over that. I'm season three and I'm very excited. So oh. it's w- such a well-written show. So I'm excited just, about that one. It's too scary for it's me. It's intense. I, I don't want to get into that, into that, you know, that whole yeah. discussion, but yeah, intense. it's very it's intense. Another one. But there are lots of great ones out there. Who knew Adam, that you and I were going to turn this gaming podcast into a, uh, golden age of television podcast <laughs> i was going to try to transition it because we, we are at the 40 minute mark i know i appreciate minutes, so. you 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 indulging me though and in talking about some of this stuff so it's I, I i still love playing games but i i love that the opportunity the the so many different things that you know working through game of thrones with my wife was awesome we oh, enjoyed yeah. it arguing about it debating about <laughs> it um having fun you know the the, the haters be damned. I mean, I still enjoyed the show and I still enjoyed the final season. So oh, I hated it. 
Ah, I was, I was I tell, just because I got like I, I probably have like two minutes here, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm trying to cut this off. But like for me, the final season <laughs> of Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, it went like this. It's like a roller coaster. I went up. I'm like, all right, season episode one. Heck yeah, episode one. We're back, baby. Episode two. This is the best episode yet. This one's awesome. Episode three, the fight for Winterfell. Ah, it wasn't so bad. You know, we're <laughs> at the top of the hill, and then it just went screening straight down into the freaking floor, and it exploded, and I hated everything. I, yeah, I just, I, I, I have so many problems with that. But, but here's the one thing I will say about Game of Thrones. It it had so much hype going into that final season. It was not going to um, make the majority of people happy because everyone has their own idea of how that show should end, yeah. which to me is a hallmark of a really, really, really good show. I can you can go all the way back to some of the greatest season or series finales ever. Mash. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that are like, why the hell did that show end that way? Seinfeld. Why the hell did that show end right. that? And and so, you know, and, and it goes on and on. And that is, to me, the hallmark of a really good show is that we can debate that final episode of a show or final season of a show and say, ah, that didn't end exactly. Because honestly, we really didn't want it to end. No, I don't. Uh, but and, and yeah, we would have the conversation about, hey, it shouldn't have ended this way or, you know, George R. R. Martin did it wrong. I But I think overall, my problem with the show is that we went from. If somebody got into a perilous situation, they were dead. Two, we are in a perilous situation and we live. I think the I, I think my major problem with it is we went from Game of Thrones to Lord of the Rings in the final season. And had it kind of stuck more toward the Game of Thrones formula or actually been Game of Thrones, I'm going to be a giant biased fanboy. Had it been Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, I would have been okay with everything i wouldn't have been mad about the dragons i wouldn't have been mad about danny i wouldn't have been mad about the very ending with you know the king and the iron throne and all that like if they if they if those endings stayed the same but they wove they wove it within the game of throne formula and not the lord of the ring formula i think we would have a different conversation and again i'm trying to do it without spoiling any too much no you're right you're right i think to have the the kind of ending or the, the the kind of series um, that we would have all appreciated. We needed another whole season, and HBO was going to fund another whole season. So we got what we got right. based on the amount of money and time that they had to make to, to finish the season. There was no way they could go into a season nine. Or wait, would have been season... It would have been season nine, eight, six seasons. We had eight seasons. Yeah, they couldn't have done it. They couldn't have done it. They couldn't have financially done it. Rumor was they offered up multiple seasons, but I don't know how much these rumors are actually true. Did I? Oh, it's just dust. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. They, doubling the doubling the episodes, I think, would have helped some of the continuity yes. and helped all of us have a better understanding of of what was happening and what was going to happen next, and and help to understand the progression of the the mindset of the characters. Right. You know, the one thing that I wish that anybody who was a, a hater or a naysayer could see is watch the um, the documentary, the two hour documentary that happened. They showed it uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm on the making of game of thrones or at least not the making of game of thrones but the making of that final season right it's really good and it gives you a better perspective of what they were trying to do that very last season it's really interesting it's worth watching yeah they were just trying to squeeze too much in 
to, to too little. Episodes. Yeah, you're right. I, and I agree completely. I agree completely that you're, that's exactly what was happening. I get right. You have to, you have to end the show somehow. And sometimes it just has to be done that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And like you said, another season, two seasons really could have finished it. Cause we could have had a whole season about King's landing and we could have had a whole season <laughs> after King's, King's landing easily. A whole season getting to King's landing. Right. So, and, and it could have been awesome. There's tons of, there's tons of source material to work off of all that. It's just, it, it, it you know, I guess I, I hate to say it that way, but it is what it is, and we got what we got, and and mm-hmm. you know we just have to enjoy the ride for what it is. If you want to end with season five, episode ten, and call that your final episode, then more power to you. I think I'm gonna go back through eventually and watch yeah. them all, and and try to you know pick up on things I missed the first time around. Because I I had oh, never sure. heard of Game of Thrones before in my life. I hadn't heard of the books. I mean, I know the books have been going since the '90s, and I hadn't heard about them. Mm-hmm. And when I met my wife, my now wife, she's you know asked me, "Have you ever seen Game of Thrones?" No, and she sat me on the couch, and that's all we did for six months was binge watch game of thrones and and you were cooked weren't you i was hooked we our, our date yeah. nights were friday night sit down with beer and a hookah and watch game of thrones that's awesome yeah you know i i um what i'm excited about is and what i always think is interesting about television or movies or anything anything that's entertainment like that is there's going to be something else um whether it be this year or next year that we go oh my gosh how did that that got me. How right. did that hook me? I thought we were done. It's like listening to music. I've heard all the music I can. I'm 50 years old. I've heard all the music <laughs> I can ever have here. And then you hear a song. You're like, who? How did they come up with that idea? Or I've seen all the shows I can ever see. There's nothing. Nobody's going to do anything that surprises me anymore. Video games. And uh, I, I play going, everything I need to play. Happen. And here I am. Oh my God, this hooked and, me. Exactly. And then you get shocked. At something you're like, I can't believe that there's still something out there that gauges and, and gets my interest and hooks me. And that's great. I'm excited. I can't wait for what happens next. Well, what's going to happen next is we're going to end the show because it is 45 okay. minutes into it. Dang it. I know. I've been enjoying talk it. Again. Can we talk maybe next week or the week after about E3? I'm I'm around any week as long as as long as you are available and Jim is available. <laughs> just you know, pick a date and time. Like I said, anytime Let's after 7 o'clock, can... I can do it. Was everybody may not realize that Jim, we were getting ready to do the show an hour before we started the show. Jim lost power, and so Adam and I could easily say Jim's making it up. But we saw pictures <laughs> of somebody ran into the electrical pole near his home, so he was literally out of power, and and very disappointed that he couldn't talk with us. And we're disappointed too. But I'm hoping that maybe next week. It would, it would be unprecedented for us to do a show back to back, but it could happen. You know, crazier things have happened. And so we might be talking next week or at the latest the week after about E3. Cause I'd love to talk to you guys about some of the things that we hear about or see on E3. So you're going to force me to get back into the gaming world, Todd. So here we are. I have to well, just, just enough that you watch, watch one press conference and read a couple articles and you're going to, and we'll be ready. You'll be well-versed done. Easy. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. That was, so I'm going to leave it there. I don't know how Jim signs these out, but that was a short attention gamer podcast episode. Something, something, something guys. We'll see you someday. Peace. <laughs>